Hello, everybody, and thank you to the Best in Tech Committee for putting on another great show this year. I'm Damian Pickering, and I am the Western Regional Sales Manager for HIMS. And um, we've got some great things going on at HIMS. Uh, we're coming into that Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday season, so check out our website and our social media. We're going to be announcing a lot of just crazy deals and fun things. Um, we're going to have an online holiday party this year. So something where people can sign up. It's sort of a, a webinar-style thing, and we're going to be doing games and giveaways and, and things like that. So look for that. Um, Robert just mentioned his Braille sense. And um, I know many of you here in the room have been part of the Braille sense family for a lot longer than I have. So I don't want to preach to the choir. Um, on sort of a, 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 a somber note, um, Julian had our, uh, our asked us to share a moment of, moment of silence for our friends and family in Paris. I mean, it was very interesting. Yesterday, I was preparing for the uh, hymns presentation this morning and working with Facebook on the Braille sense and. A former colleague of mine, Sarah Buccarelli, um, posted about the events going on in Paris, and that was the first news that I heard of it. So it was very interesting. Somebody I've not been in touch with for at least a year, um, you know, suddenly I'm going on to Facebook with the Braille Sense, and you know, it, it uh, you know, it's interesting the reach of of technology these days. Um, I do want to encourage um, those of you who are not yet familiar with our Smart Beetle portable 14-cell Braille display to come by and check it out. Uh, what makes it smart is that it connects to six different devices, and you can switch on the fly, and we showed that at our presentation this morning, but it's a, a really nifty thing. Another announcement for those of you who have not heard, our Blaze book player and recorder with a built-in OCR now has Braille support. So imagine um, you're in a meeting and somebody gives you a hard copy of the agenda. Um, I'm sure we could imagine more exciting things than that, but let's just take that scenario. You can take a picture of that document with your Blaze, and in seconds, you can be accessing that information, not just through text-to-speech, but you could be doing it a little more discreetly and privately, reading in Braille. So it's nearly instantaneous access to Braille and a very portable solution. I'm, I'm trying to promote the idea of the Blazon Beetle Bundle, so maybe that'll be one of the, uh, the online specials. So we all know there is not a one-size-fits-all for technology, and this is a great reason to come to a show like this to find out about all the different things that are out there. But HIMS and their engineers and developers are great at identifying different niches and different needs in different market and coming out with innovative products that 
meet the needs of those specific people. So I'd love to carry on the conversation, come by and say hello before the end of the day. And it's been an honor to be part of Best in Tech again this year. We'll see you again next year. Thank you, Damien. We appreciate you being here. Um, I've known you from Humanware, and um, now you're with Hims, and so it's production at, at most of these best in techs. So I'm going to do something a little different for him. Seven years ago, when we were before best in tech was thought of, a group of us at the San Fernando Valley chapter were thinking, what can we do? At that point, CSUN, I don't remember if it had either moved already or was going to move, and we knew we needed to do something here in in Los Angeles because CSUN was not going to be here anymore, and people just can't afford to go down to San Diego. We knew that some people couldn't, and we didn't want them to miss out. So we... A bunch of us got together and we thought, what can we do? And here today, we're celebrating our seventh year of Best in Tech. The person, <clears throat> one of the people who, who, who thought of this type of an event and, and really pushed us to start thinking about it in the, in the chapter is Dr. Bill Takeshja. And here he is to talk about the OrCam glasses. So, Dr. Bill. Good morning, everybody. I'm really so thankful that all of you woke up early on a beautiful day and actually came here and especially thank all the vendors out there because if you guys didn't come and present and develop all this product, uh, people like myself with low vision, we wouldn't have so many things to look forward to. So thank you very, very much. <clears throat> I also, I also want to give a special shout out to all those transition students from Junior Blind and Richard Red and Thomas Ozak. Give yourself a hand. Woo! Uh, today I'm going to go ahead and, and talk about three things that I have seen being with the Center for the Partially Sighted this year that I think could help any one of you here. And as we know in low vision that there's different levels of vision. Some people have enough vision that they could read with glasses. Others need more vision where they need video magnification. And there's other people such as myself who are totally blind and we need something that would read for us. So this year, the OrCam was released and many people were waiting for that for such a long time. I know that I was waiting for it to come from Israel. I spoke to the regional director in New York, and he says, it's not ready. But I said, you know, I read about in the Wall Street Journal. It's supposed to be here. It's supposed to be the greatest thing. He says, Dr. Bill, it's not ready. I don't even have it. But it is here now, and I've had the chance to use it, and it's really great. The OrCam is basically a pair of glasses, and these are glasses that look so stylish, they come right off of Rodale Drive. They are nice, stainless steel, and they don't look like some of those solar shields or other big things that low-vision people are asked to wear. Now, on the right earpiece, there's a very small camera, and also on the right earpiece, there's a speaker that presses up against the temple bone in your head. Connected to that is a small wire 
and then it connects to a remote control that is smaller than the iPhone. You basically turn it on by pressing the remote control. You hold the paper or whatever it is that you want to look at right in front of your eyes at about 14 inches. You press the button. It takes a picture and instantly it begins to read. I said, my gosh, this is so easy to use. I didn't have to frame it or put it to the right or the left. I just put it right directly in front and it read it. And it was so clear. It was so accurate. And I said, my gosh, this is fantastic. The other thing that is really nice about the OrCam is that you could also recognize the faces of people. You know, I really need that. I come to a place like this and people say, hey, Bill, hey, Bill, hey, Bill. And I'm like, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I don't know who any of them are. With the OrCam, what you can do is you could simply get in front of the person. So I could say to Cheryl Center Brooks, hey, Cheryl. Hey, over there, then. <laughs> I could get her right in front of me. I would take a picture and it would say, who is it? I would say Cheryl Centerbrooks. And then I would go ahead and I would take a picture of Richard Retta. Who is it? Richard Retta. And if I came into this place and I'm walking around with the OrCam glasses on, as it then locates a face like Richard's, it will say Richard Retta, Cheryl Centerbrooks. So I don't have to say to anybody, who are you? I could say, what's up, Cheryl? <laughs> So the OrCam is something that could really be very, very helpful for many, many people. And we do have that at uh, the Center for the Party Sided booth for you to check it out. It is something that is very, very nice. Now, another thing that I had the opportunity that we have uh, de demonstrated at the Center for the Party Sided is the Optelec Traveler Portable Video Magnifier. John Wolf, are you here? Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. Now, Optelec is always developing new innovative technology. And one of the things that we often hear as doctors is that patients say, well, this is great, but if it was only bigger, if I could only see a wider area, if I could see more words at a time, I could read faster. Well, basically, the Traveler is a portable video magnifier that you might think of as being very similar to a tablet PC. It has a 13-inch screen. You could change the level of zoom magnification. You could change the color of the background, the text. You could change the brightness. You could put line guides, and it slides so smoothly across the page that it makes it very easy for reading. Another really nice feature of it is that it has a very long battery life. I think it's three and a half hours or so. And if you want to, you could take a picture of what it is that you're reading. Let's say that you're going to buy a home and they have a contract. You could read it with the traveler, take a picture of it, and you would have a record of everything. So it will store up to, I believe, 1,000 images. And this is something that could be extremely helpful for anybody who has partial vision. And the last thing I want to talk about before I get kicked off the stage here is that for many people who have low vision, the easiest way to help them to see is for them to use the proper lighting. People just take lighting for granted. 
But light comes in different colors and different intensity. And most people don't realize that the proper color lighting is essential for visual function. If you use too much blue light, that type of blue light could literally damage the retina of your eyes. So if you have Stargardt's disease, retinitis pigmentosa, macular degeneration, you need to stay away from the blue light. And Mr. Mike Drew and his wife, Mike, where are you? Hey, Mike. Thank you. Mike and his wife, they came back from their anniversary in Japan early to be with us today. So let's give them a round of applause. <clears throat> but they have developed, in my opinion, of all the years that I've been doing this, this is 27 years, the highest quality lamp that I've ever seen in my life. And they make lamps with LED bulbs so they don't get too hot. And you could get them in different colors so that you don't get exposed to that blue light. The one that I'm really most impressed is one that they just released called the Joseph. It even has a magnifier lens in there. And you could change what color light you would need. So depending on what it is that you're reading, you might need a little more of a reddish light, a little more of a yellow light. And they have a lamp that could do that. So any of you who still have enough vision that you could read with your eyes and glasses, go check that out. So thank you all very, very much for attending today, and we'll see you again next year. Thank you. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. I got that back on there. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bill. Um, so I've already, you know, given a bit of my spiel to some people in the workshop. Um, I'm going to give it again, so bear with me. <laughs> Um, so let's be honest here. We, we live in a world designed for people with five senses. Um, it's a world that has a tendency to create many barriers for people with visual impairments. At CrowdViz, we aim to bridge that gap. We've, we've designed a mobile application to connect visually impaired people to sighted people via a video connection. And through this simple video connection, we can provide remote and real-time sighted assistance at any time. I think it was, um, I think it was Julian who mentioned, uh, who was talking about Uber. And I guess we have a really nice parallel to Uber in that way. Um, rather than getting, you know, getting a car for you to pick you up from point A to point B, we're providing ro remote-sided help to get you through any visual-related help that you need. So I think the best way for me to really kind of paint this picture for you on, you know, what CrowdViz aims to do for the community, I'd like to share a few examples um, on what we're really trying to do. So these are real examples, by the way. Um, the first example that I'd like to share with you guys is um, of this man, he's, he's in Australia, he's actually beta testing our app, and um, he was, this, is a, this is a scenario that happened. He woke up, um, it was about 3 a.m. in the morning, his time. He was starving, really, really hungry. He knew that he wanted a bowl of cereal. That's what he wanted, a bowl of cereal. He goes down to the kitchen, he goes to his refrigerator, he opens the refrigerator. Turns out, there's two cartons of milk. One, he knows, is expired. 
The other, he's pretty sure is good to go. So he's got two options. One, he can call his friends three in the morning, call over his family, wake them up. Or two, he can pull out his iPhone, open the CrowdViz app, click the button, a single button, request for assistance, and immediately, so by the way, he, he picked part two, <laughs> point two, scenario two, um, opens the app, clicks the button, request for assistance, and is immediately connected to a trusted and cited staff member, Sandra. Now, what Sandra is able to do is use the video camera on this person's iPhone to help navigate um, through, through these two cartons of milk and help, help our friend figure out, okay, is this expired or not? A minute later, he's enjoying his, car, his, um, his, his cereal. Another scenario. We had another friend who was in, uh, he was in Texas. He was using, he was using our service. And, um, well, so what, what happened was he was on his computer. He was ri- writing a high-priority email, um, something really important that he was about to send to his coworkers. As, as he was about to pretty much submit this email, his computer kind of crapped out. And um, he didn't know what to do. Now, he had two options. One, he could call customer support. You know, he could be on that phone for a good 30, 40 minutes, and hopefully hopefully they'll help him, maybe not. Or two, which is what he did, is he opened, he pulled out his iPhone, opened CrowdViz, and clicked the request for assistance button. Immediately, he was connected to our, uh, immediately he was connected to our trust incited staff member, UC, and, and UC was able to tell him, okay, there's a simple prompt that opened up, and you just have to click the, di- the click the yes button. Um, our last and final example, I don't want to extend it too long, um, is is of a woman who who recently went through, who's um, recently visiting New York City. She's never been there before. It was, it was, she was there for the first time. So she she was, she wanted to eat at a restaurant. She was on 29th Street. She didn't know what to do. She had two options. One, she could go talk to a, a random stranger. Ask her, hey, um, where's the closest restaurant? Or two, she can open up her app, click CrowdViz, open up, click, and click the request for assistance button, and immediately connect to a trusted sighted staff member, which is what she did, and she was quickly able to find the closest restaurant to her. So in summary, what we're able to do is at CrowdViz, we can pretty much help through a numerous set of use cases, whether it's just a simple day-to-day task, or something work-related, or if it's just a simple experience, we can help. We can help the visually impaired community solve these um, visually related tasks. I'd like to end it um, on a really exciting note. Uh, we've been working. We've been working really hard, and I'm sure many of you guys know, and some of you don't. But we have an iPhone app in the App Store, um, and it's free to download now. Um, what I'd like to share with all of you guys is, we actually uh, we've been working hard on an Android app. And as of today, um, we're announcing the release date, which will be in December. So, yeah. Thank you. Let's give another hand to CrowdVis for being here for the first time and a gold sponsor. All right. Brett Nagatani. All right. Thank you, Robert, and uh, thank you again. Everyone, uh, so today what I'm going to talk about is a uh, new product that just came out fairly recently. Uh, it's called the Prodigy Connect 12 from HumanWare. 
basically what it is, it, it uses a uh, Samsung Android tablet, and it, what you can do is you can essentially put it in a lightweight and portable housing, and you can use it like a, you would with a regular closed-circuit television. Uh, now, what's really nice about it is that, you know, it's really lightweight, it's portable, it looks, it, it is a regular tablet. And what's really nice about that, it kind of, it kind of takes the stigma away from looking like anything that stands out or is a little bit different. Um, especially for a lot of, uh, kids and a lot of the pediatric population we see, you know, they, they can really benefit from some of the electronic video magnification and the CCTVs and the cameras. But sometimes we'll run into a little bit of resistance and they'll say, you know what? I know that this will help me, but I just don't want everyone to look at me like I'm weird or different. And this product is nice because, you know, it, it's cool. It looks like a regular tablet, almost like an iPad, and, you know, it, it truly is just a regular tablet. Um, so like I said, the, the tablet sits in a housing unit. Um, it's tilted downwards at a slight angle and basically use it just like a CCTV. It comes preloaded with the Humanware Prodigy software. So those of you who are familiar with like the Prodigy and the Prodigy Dual, same software as that. Um, you can get up to 24 times magnification, 16 different color schemes. Um, and it also incorporates what's called their Diamond Edge technology. So those of you who are not familiar with Diamond Edge, basically what that is is the camera will take a picture of the document, it'll reprocess it, and you can get it so it's nice and clear, almost like how it would look on a computer. Uh, what's also nice about that is let's say if you're reading a magazine, for example, and you're doing best with a black background and white letters. With a regular CCTV, when you do that reverse contrast, whenever you're, it, it's great for the text, but when you're looking at the pictures, the pictures look very strange. Uh, what's nice about the Diamond Age technology is it'll isolate just the text, and you're going to see the, the pictures in regular full color. So that, that's something that's kind of nice. Um, the device also comes built in with optical character recognition and um, it's a basic, a fancy way of saying it could take a picture of the document and it could actually read it out loud to you. Uh, there's a headphone jack so you could plug it in and not have to bother people around you. Um, initially when I was shown it, you know, it would only read what was physically seen underneath the camera itself and it could get about half a page. But uh, I just learned about a very new exciting uh, update that's going to happen in the next month. And with the new update, what they're going to do is be able to keep the same camera. And with software, it's going to be able to capture a whole 8.5 by 11 page. So that's actually really exciting. Uh, battery life on this unit's great. You're getting uh, 12 hours of continuous use. Another thing that's really neat is, like I said, since it's a basic Android platform, I mean, you get the full access to all the different apps that you would on a regular Android tablet. So um, you have access to things like Google Docs, Gmail, Chrome, Bookshare, Bard. Uh, it's also neat because you can get smart board capability, and there's different apps like Promethean, TeamViewer, VNC. Uh, you can connect it to a Bluetooth keyboard, so you could use it to type and not have to worry about the actual screen. Very lightweight, weighs less than a pound and a half, uses an 8-megapixel eight camera, 32 gigabytes of memory built into it, and there's a micro SD card for a little slot to expand it. Uh, $26.95 for the device. Um, one last thing is that you can also get, for an extra $300, get a Sony camera that's 19 megapixels, and the camera can also look at things for far. 
um, and you can save images directly on the uh, device itself. So uh, gives you near capability, gives you OCR, as well as distance capability, capability on a single device. So if you have uh, time, please go in back, check it out. And please, again, like Dr. Bill said, check out all of the different booths because uh, we really want to thank all the vendors for coming out and being able to just demonstrate all this amazing technology. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Brett. About older streams, is there anybody using an older Victor stream? So there's still, so we have future new stream customers in the room, right? Um, well, why would why would one upgrade from an older stream to a newer stream? I mean, that's that's the question we always get at our uh, at our NFB, ACB, technology, CSUN conferences. Get folks coming to the booth and saying, you know, I've got this older stream. Tell us why you need to. Why, why should I upgrade? Well, there, you know, your older stream does, is missing one very important item, and that would be a wireless chip inside of it. And and the convenience of having that ability to just turn your Victor stream on the morning, connect it to your home's Wi-Fi network, and get your daily paper, your favorite book, uh, your favorite podcast episode, or just finding that internet radio station you want to listen to. I think that's that's a pretty good reason right there to do it. Uh, the, the the new Victor Reader Stream we're we're actually now going on our fourth year, and uh, the device is smaller. Um, for older users, or I shouldn't say older users, we have young users, <laughs> but for folks that have been using the stream for a long time, the the interface is identical. There's only one new button on the new stream, and that's on the very top center, and that is your Wi-Fi button. Um, we've got new voices, so we're using an acapella speech engine. It's a little more clear, clearer than, than the older versions. Uh, we've got our favorite uh, Heather Ryan speech voices on there. Uh, obviously, you have multiple language capabilities that you can go and go to the website and, and bring in other languages if, you, if you'd like to do that. So we, we've got them in the back of the room here. If, uh, if you haven't seen one, we, we welcome you to, to come back and, and look at one. Uh, I would like to thank the committee here for, uh, for putting the event on. We're, we're always very appreciative to, to be a sponsor and to, to uh, you know, exhibit at the show and have an opportunity to talk about uh, new technologies. Uh, Brett was just up here a few minutes ago, and, and he kind of stole my thunder on the uh, on the Prodigy Connect 12, which has only been out now for a couple of months. Um, I talked about it this morning at one of my sessions, and we've been showing it in the back room here. Um, we're going to be here for a few more hours. It's uh, it's something. It's been a long time since personally that I've shown a product uh, from Humanware that has gotten so much uh, positive responses. Uh, the product is is really showing very well, so we encourage you uh, to come back and, and take a look at that. Uh, the other thing I'd like to talk about for uh, for GPS Trekker Breeze users, uh, back this spring in April, we announced the release of the Trekker Breeze Plus. Uh, for those folks that may already be using an older version of the Trekker Breeze, uh, that device is upgradable to the Trekker Breeze Plus for $199. Uh, the device does need to go back to humanware, but what we actually do with it is we put in a new satellite receiver, uh, new casing, new battery. Uh, but what you really get from the new Trekker Breeze is you've got a faster uh, satellite receiver. So the accuracy is a little better. I should say much better. 
the, the trekker breeze performs better in areas where you may have tall buildings or overpasses, uh, those kinds of environments where you might have some obstructions. So it does better there. Uh, we've also uh, released new maps for the device as well. Uh, if you don't own a Trekker Breeze, uh, we do have some in the back you could come and take a look at. Uh, they're $799, but I would mention again, if you've got the old version, it is upgradable. Uh, so we, we certainly want to uh, let you know about that. And, and finally, what I'll say is uh, there are some exciting things on the horizon with HumanWare in 2016. Uh, I, I really can't say more than that. We, we can't give away secrets. It, uh, I wouldn't be able to leave the room. My boss, I'd be fired today if I told you any more than that. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's all, that's all I'll say on that. Uh, certainly, uh, we, we hope all of you have a method to uh, stay in touch with us and that we can communicate with you uh, via our normal channels. Uh, I think that's the best way to stay tuned in, in, on what we're doing. Uh, we, we, we always have uh, Christmas specials, Thanksgiving specials, and so keep, keep posted there on that. And... Uh, Oh, again, my name is Kevin Hughes. I don't even know if I mentioned that. So thank you all for, uh, for attending the event today, and we will uh, see you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. We always appreciate humor being here. <clears throat> and the gold sponsors will get a list of the registration, so you'll be able to contact the members here today that way. So be able to give them the information when the news comes out about your new products. And hopefully we'll hear from you guys next year about those new products. That would be great. So look forward to Best in Tech 2016. Wow, hard to say that. All right. I knew that we needed some more presenters. We didn't have enough for this part of the morning. So I thought, hmm, what could I do? So I picked up some guy off the street and said, hey, you want to be a presenter? Come on with me. Let's go to the Best in Tech 2015. So... Here to present the next topic is some guy, like I said, that I pulled off the street. He is an assistive technology trainer. Jamie over there is cracking up. <laughs> so if you haven't guessed it by now, it's Robert Steigel. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Try to think of how I could present myself. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to talk to you about mostly the KNFB Reader app on the iOS device because that's what I use. But I'm also going to talk to you first about some other apps um, because I, like Julian, believe that it's best to have as many tools as you can in your toolbox because you never know which one's going to work best that day. Though... Uh, about a month ago now, um, our state president from the NFB of California called me and said, Robert, we need somebody to be the liaison for the KNFB reader. Do you know of anybody? I'm, hmm, no, I don't know of anybody. And I thought, gosh, I, I don't want to do it because let's find someone who can and, and pull them in. So she called me back up a couple weeks later and said, Robert, did you find anybody yet? And I said, no, Mary, I didn't. And she's like, well, why not you? And I'm like, okay, sure. And so I am now the Canopy Reader Liaison for the National Federation of the Blind of California. And so I can answer questions, I can promote it and talk about it and all that other stuff. But like I said, I like to talk about other apps too. <clears throat> so before the Canopy Reader app became available and became um, something that everybody loves to have if they can afford it, there were other 
other apps on the market. And so I, being one of those who likes to find things and play with them and see how they work, downloaded apps like CamFind. <clears throat> Anyone ever heard of CamFind? Yeah. All right. Um, what about Zoom Reader? Anyone ever heard of that? I bet um, Kimberly has. <laughs> it's made by AI squared. So what about TapTapC? TapTapC was actually the first app I started with. And, and I, I thought it was the greatest app there was. And then they started charging for pictures. And yeah, no, I know. So I use CamFind, too. Um, and so these apps... If someone is there wondering what they do, they're OCR apps, um, which basically, if you're not familiar, is optical character recognition, which allows you to take a picture of the printed text, and then, voila, about a minute or, well, not a minute, a couple of seconds later, it starts reading to you. <clears throat> Some of these apps, they do better than others. Um, I think probably the best one that I've used is... Um, uh, leading up to the canopy reader is the zoom reader and i used to use that a lot and then i switched over to the canopy reader <clears throat> of which i just love <laughs> so so some of you may be wondering what the difference is between some of the apps that i just mentioned and the canopy reader why should i go out and spend 99 dollars on an app when some of these some of these other apps are free um, some may only cost 10 or $20 versus the Canopy Reader app. Well, the difference is, is that I like to say it, that, you know, these other apps are great and they do, they do a good job at taking the, the picture and reading it to you. But the Canopy Reader app to me is like the Cadillac of, of, um, OCR apps. And why do you say that? Well, because not only does it take a picture and start reading back the printed text, but there's other things you can do with it. What, do you, what can you do? Well, let's say you get a, an attachment in an email that is a PDF document. Has anyone ever opened up a PDF document and it says document is blank? Oh, I just hate that. And Josh says, document's blank. So you can put that document on your phone, or if you've already received it on your phone, you can open that document up in the Canopy Reader app, take a picture of it like it's going originally to take the picture, and all of a sudden, voila, it starts reading what the text is. Just because it said it was blank, there's text there, and the Canopy Reader is going to scan it and convert it for you. It's great. <clears throat> So, and it's very easy to do. You just open up the, the document, and then you share it to the Canopy Reader, and then you go to the Canopy Reader app, open it up, and boom, go to File Explorer. There it is, and, and you take the picture of it, and it starts reading the text. Just a great thing to have because there's so many PDF documents that just can't be read by VoiceOver, JAWS, Window Eyes, any of them, really. Um, so that's a neat feature to have. The other thing that I just love, I'm a Dropbox fan. Anyone here a Dropbox fan? <laughs> yeah, Dropbox. You can save your documents that you have scanned with the Canopy Reader app to Dropbox. And voila, you have all your files right there on Dropbox. Anytime you need to get a hold of them, 
They're there. You can go get them, bring them back in the KNP reader, send them to anyone else, um, you know, do anything you want with them. But there's so much more. You can, you can save your documents to iCloud, OneDrive, um, any, anything that you want to save your KNP reader files to, you can save them. And then you have them there for future reference if you want to go back to them. Um, I also have had, now I've been able to do this on the KNP reader app. I've not been able to do it on any other. <clears throat> I hear my buzzer. And, and what that is, is I have taken a picture of a prescription label on a round bottle and had it tell me all the information on that bottle. <clears throat> like to find another app that can do that. It's just great. <laughs> so these other apps, I do want to say, um, they are, they are wonderful too. If, if you, if you like them, um, go, go get an, an app like, um, Zoom Reader or Cam Find. If you want to get the Canopy Reader, download it. It is, they're all great apps. They really do a good job of what they're doing. And if you have any questions, see me later. Thank you very much. Mm.